Welcome back to Perfectly Good Podcast. I'm Elena. And I'm Malika. <laughs> and Taylor just announced this morning that she was releasing her ninth studio album, the sister album to Folklore, Evermore. <laughs> oh my, the way, oh my god. I'm just, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay, so this is a bonus episode a la our folklore announcement bonus episode. We're basically just going to talk about the information that we have so far, theories, discussions, look at the track list, look at the producers, look at the writers, everything. Um, talk about what we think the songs are going to be about. We have so much to talk about this time around because we yeah. have a little more information than we did with folklore, so whoa. I am so excited. I... I feel like alive again. Yeah. And we will also be probably releasing an episode tomorrow or the day after with our reactions after we've actually heard the songs. This is just the announcement yeah. and predictions. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my god. And we will try to do our Santa Baby slash Silent Night episode. Yeah. <laughs> but You'll be hearing a lot from us this week. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be busy. But, oh my god. We are just absolutely, like, in shock. Yeah. Like, like... <laughs> So, our roommate woke up this morning at, like, 8 a.m. Before either of us knew. Yeah. Before either of us knew, Taylor Nation had not yet emailed me. I was dead asleep. And I, like, just heard. And then I think you woke up because you had an exam or something. And you were talking in, like, the main room. Yeah. And I just heard, like, faintly, like, through my sleep. I woke up (laughs) a tiny bit. And I just heard, she's releasing another one. And somehow I knew. (laughs) I knew it was about Taylor. It was, was like, like, this bitch. It was very funny because um, Stephanie, our roommate, had sent us this link in the group chat about the album. But for some reason, I was like, oh, she's going to rickroll me. Yeah. I I didn't even open the link. I went straight to Taylor's Instagram because I was like, I'm not going to let Stephanie fool me. And it was all popping up and I was like, oh my god. God. I literally thought you guys were being punked. Like I didn't even I like I was being punked. I didn't I didn't believe you until I pulled up her Instagram for myself. Yeah. <laughs> like um, it's just so exciting. It's oh my god. Literally the amount of people that have texted me being like, oh, new Taylor Swift album is like a little embarrassing. I know. My cousin um, <laughs> who lives in Italy texted me. No, we haven't texted in like a month. Yo, yo, yo. yo. <laughs> and I 100% knew what she was trying to say. Yeah, my older sister texted me in our siblings plus my cousin group chat and she was like, new Taylor Swift album, are you excited? And I was like, I am losing my mind. <laughs> I just, I feel like first, I feel like I'm going to cry because I'm poor and I know that the, there's going to be more merch coming. Oh my God. Don't even talk to me about, I spent like I'm actually not going to say how much I spent because I think my mom may listen to this now and I don't want her I'll to know. i how much I spent. I calculated it and since Folklore came out, and I had never previously owned any Taylor merch just because, like, my parents were very against merch. Mm. Um, and then, like, Lover came out and I didn't like any of that merch. Yeah. I spent over $300 <laughs> on Taylor Swift merch since July 24th. Mine has been less than that. By a fair amount. But not... By enough. <laughs> like, I spent a lot of money on merch. And, like, I like all the stuff I got. I'm wearing the pullover I got right now. But, like, she's really going to make me buy more stuff. And the album, like, I don't... This might be... Um, this is speculation. Speculation. <laughs> but, like, the way... There's no, like, pre-save option for the album as of now. It's just... You have to pre-order it. So, I'm maybe wondering if... Because, you know... Okay, so you know how, like... The charts people stopped letting you bundle merch and albums together. Like, it doesn't count for sales anymore. So, I think she's going back to her old strategy of, like, 
the first week making everyone buy it and then releasing it on streaming later. Oh, I want, I mean, I'm going to buy it either way. So. Yeah, I kind of wish, I don't know, I'm kind of annoyed because I wish that they had physical CDs for sale with like a digital version attached to it because mm. I'm going to buy the CD anyway because I buy all her CDs and I don't want to have to pay for it twice. Like that's yeah. just annoying. So I don't know. And I already have, like, three versions of folklore for some reason. <laughs> I'm excited to see what the vinyls for this one look like. Oh, my God. Don't even know. talk to me about vinyls. <laughs> okay. So expensive. Okay, okay, okay. So she released the announcement this morning. Um, what are your thoughts on the Instagram post? Oh, what are your thoughts on the cover, first off? Okay, so the cover, I think... I'm not sure, because there's no words. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about a blank cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like a little bit of, like, something-something. Um, I guess Folklore didn't, let me check. Yeah, Folklore also didn't have, like, words on the cover. Yeah, but, but I felt like at least that was some, like, I don't know, there was, like, trees, like, this is just a picture of the back. Like, yeah, the one that she posted feels very, like, I don't know how to describe it, just, like, very, this, like, this feels like there's just a lot of stuff going on, like, I can see the, like, not to be like, oh, it's more artistic, but it is because of the, like, trees, the leading lines, the, like, centering of her and the photograph and everything. Yeah. And also it's, like, a callback to, like, a very, like, specific style of photo from, like, the 20s or something. So, like, it, it just feels more like an album cover than, like, um, just the picture of her back. Yeah. But I don't hate it. I do like that it's in color because I think that means that the album is going to be... A little less dour than folklore, maybe. I like I'm if hoping. This is where the bops are. Oh my you god! Give mean? me the bops! <laughs> give me the bops! Yeah. Like I feel like some of these, like champagne problems. I can't imagine that being anything but a bop. It has to be a bop. Marjorie, come on. Uh, yeah. Okay. Bop. Shall we? Shall we just um go through the track list? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So. Number one is Willow. I already have a theory about Willow. Okay. Because I also have a theory about Willow. Okay, good. She's releasing the music video at Midnight Tonight. Yes, and the picture that she posted on her Instagram. Ethereal. Ethereal. Beautiful, amazing, incredible, never been done before. Yeah. Okay, so here's my theory. I think Willow is going to be Love Story Part 2. <gasps> that would be so cute. I know. Okay, I have four reasons for this. Number yeah. one, on her Instagram when announcing the video, she said, quote, the story continues. I mean, yes, in reference to folklore probably, but also what is the one song actually no there's like two songs story of us and love story that has story in the title yeah um two the outfit and the like washed stone in the background and just like the general vibe of the photo gives me like a little bit old-timey vibes like similar to the love story music video yeah um number three she just released that little snippet of love story which yes might have been a coincidence but also does she ever do anything coincidentally yeah like it's no coincidence that Love Story was the first bit of a re-recorded song that she released. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, it could have just been for the commercial or whatever, but, like, you know her. You know what I mean? We all know her. Yeah. Um, also, it might be, if it is a part two to Love Story, it could be a way to get us hyped for the re-recordings. Yeah. So, that's, that's my Willow theory. Okay, I have also two Willow theories. <laughs> Neither are very probable. My first one is that it's the girl, like, the girl from August's, August's mm -hmm. name 
Willow and it's like her side of like not her side of the story because you heard that in August but just like more to the love triangle that she sort of created mm-hmm. and I think this just because I can imagine the dress she's wearing at the beach when she was rubbing her back <laughs> under the sun <laughs> but also just because I think it would be interesting to see like more of that love triangle yeah my second theory is that she's about to announce that she's engaged and pregnant and her baby's <laughs> name will be named Willow <laughs> less plausible theory <laughs> but okay what is one lyric that you think is gonna be in this song <laughs> oh my god you know i'm bad at stuff like this i have no freaking idea okay mike okay i'm making all these guesses are bad yeah <laughs> but i think it's gonna say it's gonna be very the lakesy mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like my lover under the window under the willow cried saying oh, why 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 oh why 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 <laughs> Okay, also another thing about Willow, remember that, like, tweet that she tweeted a couple days slash maybe a week ago where she was, like, like, throws myself against a willow tree or whatever? Yes! Oh, she knew she had us! Oh my god. Gone. Oh, we were just dumb this time. I just didn't expect it so soon. Yeah, I know. I wasn't even looking for the signs yet. I know, and, okay, she tweeted a couple, maybe yesterday, I think, Yeah. with the EW photo shoot, she put nine tree emojis in her tweet and yeah. everyone was like ha 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 ts9 lol clown makeup yeah well because no! i saw that i thought she was either gonna release something that day because it was yesterday the 9th yeah or that it was gonna be like another christmas song like christmas tree farm coming out soon yeah on her birthday is what i assumed <sighs> but no it was oh my god she's literally gonna kill me like <laughs> okay moving on to track number two champagne problems yes okay this one i have a few theories about okay um, okay. This one, I already, I feel like it's gonna be, like, more of a bop just generally. Yeah. But also, this is, this is, like, really left field, but Niall Horan mm-hmm. had this, like, song that he ended up, like, not putting on the album, but it was also called, like, Champagne Problems or something like that. It's a very common name for, like, songs, because Katy Perry yeah. has a call- <laughs> song called Champagne Smiles, and, like, one of the Jonas Brothers also has a song called Champagne I'm like, whatever. damn. A lot of champagne. Yeah. So, I was wondering maybe, like, okay, because she also said that she, like, you know, was writing, of course, with, you know, like, Aaron Desner, mm-hmm. you know, Jack, you know, Hyams on it, the National, yeah. stuff like that. But I wonder who else she included. My mind is spanning to Niall and Harry, of course, mm. which probably impossible. <laughs> but I, I like the champagne problems thing, and I know a lot of fans were, like, really sad about that not being a song on his album. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if she's going to incorporate any... She probably won't. This is a very far-reaching theory, but I think yeah. it'd be fun. I think if anyone other than the people who are featured like, in text mm-hmm. on the album are, like, involved, it would just be in a writing capacity. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, that would be exciting. But also, can we just, since we're already there, sorry, guys, we're, like, all over the place, but, like, <laughs> um, so she said in her, like, Instagram caption that Aaron Dessner, Jack Antonoff, William Bowery, and Justin Vernon were, like, like came back to write this. Mm-hmm. But then also, quote, we welcome some new and longtime friends to our musical kitchen table this time around. And yes, it could be referring to Haim and the other features on the album, but what if she's talking about, like, producers like Nathan Chapman mm, or, like, so cool. like, because... Okay. Liz Rose? If, yeah, get Liz, Liz get back! Liz in back! This place. Get Liz back! <laughs> oh my god, because, like, like, yes... It's probably just the people who are featuring, but also consider she's re-recording her albums right now, right? Like she's that already means in she's probably with these people. yeah, she's probably working with them to re-record her stuff and do redo the production and everything. So like, like, <laughs> what if? <laughs> I just want Nathan Chapman back, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the longtime friends for me meant Harry, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that's almost impossible, yeah. but oh, a girl can hope, a girl can dream. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So, um, champagne problems. I've heard, I've, I think she, Taylor, liked something on her Twitter saying that champagne problems sounds like it's going to be a hit. Mm-hmm. So I think champagne problems is going to be more boppy than anything we had on folklore. Yeah. For some reason, I'm tying it a lot to, like, the sound from This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Yeah. That, to me, is, like, you know, champagne Very. problems. Um, like, just, like, the sound. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A pool full of champagne and stuff oh, like that. God. So I wonder if it's going to sound like like that Yeah. a little bit. And what's the one line that you expect to be in this one? <laughs> You have oh to just make god. it up. I can't. You don't. Oh my god. I just, my brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> my family always gets mad at me when we have to play games or I have to like come up with something on the spot because I'm like, <laughs> I physically can't do it, guys. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. Um, also, I wonder, okay, this one is more out there as a mm-hmm. theory, but you know how there's like the whole thing pretty much starting with like 1989 where it's like Out of the Woods mm-hmm. and Getaway Car and Cruel Summer in August are all kind of, not like literally tied, but like sonically a lot of people relate them together i wonder if this is like the continuation of that because mm. i feel like i don't know like i could see her like i don't know <laughs> i don't know what this song sounds like yet and i'm putting a personality on it yeah <laughs> i'm like oh god i'm so excited for it okay um number three is gold rush this has so much potential for yeah. so many things because like it could be a historical fiction narrative of like the actual gold rush because she's been doing shit like that a lot lately yeah it could be like you know, a metaphorical gold rush. It could be so, it just, it could be a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the only thing I can think of when I hear this line is the Casey Musgrave songs. <gasps> the, you know, after yeah. the gold rush, there ain't no reason to stay. Oh. Like, I know it's not going to be like that, but that's, I feel like that's the only thing other than historical context that I think of when I hear gold rush. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, gold rush, I don't have a lot, a lot of thoughts about because I'm, I'm like trying not to like project something onto it. Until I hear it for that one. Because yeah. it, it could be so many things. I'm, I'm just, like, excited. Like, I feel like, like, one of my favorite parts is, like, looking at the songs and, like, trying to figure out, like, what I think they're going to be yeah. and stuff like that. But, yeah. Okay. Um, for Tis the Damn Season. This is one of the songs I'm claiming. I already know I love it. <laughs> this is, like, this... Okay, if it is a Christmas song, which it sounds like it might be, bold of her to put it on a regular album, just, just like, in the like, middle. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're gonna be listening to, to this in July of next year, and you're gonna like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I almost wonder if it's gonna be, like, another sort of, like, um, mad woman, the man type thing. Like, it's, like, tis the damn season to, like, let go of, like, all of these people holding you down oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, not necessarily, like, like a the literal thing. season. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it just was like immediately like, you know, it just tis the like season. A song, and that's yeah. like a Christmas thing. So I don't know. I'm like, I'm excited for that one. That one's gonna be really interesting. I think. I feel like if it is a Christmas song, it might be sad. Like, tis the damn season to be with people, but we can't. Yeah, because she said in one of her Instagram posts, like, I know this Christmas is gonna be, or like, I know this holiday season is gonna be lonely for a lot of you. So I thought I'd give you some music to hopefully cheer you up or something. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, that could be it. Whew. Okay. Um. Track five is called Tolerate It. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have so many thoughts about this. Because, okay, if you'll remember, in the Long Pond sessions, she talked about, when she was talking about, I think, Mad, it must have been Mad Woman, where she was like, women are always expected to tolerate bad behavior from men. Yeah, this is going like, to be a bad bitch song. A bad bitch song. And I'm, I'm hopeful for this one, because as y'all know, the man, not really my thing. Mad Woman didn't hit right for me. 
but like this one feels more like similar to my favorite line from I did something bad which you all have heard me talk mm. about like three or four times at this point he says don't throw away a good thing but if he drops my name then I owe him nothing um so like that that it feels like she's bringing that specific energy into it where she's like I'm not taking crap from people anymore and I'm not tolerating it anymore and like that like very specific energy of like you know you know yeah you've heard me talk about the line 20 times before yeah um so I am so I'm I'm excited I'm like I'm I'm excited for tolerating it but I'm also like a little bit holding myself back because sometimes those songs just don't vibe with me and that's okay so I'm trying not to get myself too hype about it in case I don't like it. Yeah, I really, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a bad bitch song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like, to be honest, to me, the bad bitch trio is Tis the Damn Season, Tolerate It, and No Body, No Crime. Oh my, okay. Which is the other no song body, I'm no claiming. Crime. <laughs> no Body, No Crime. Okay, are we done with Tolerate It? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. No Body, No Crime. If this is not a bop, a la the chicks, Goodbye Earl. I don't want it. I think, <laughs> like, I love the Heim sisters. I love... It feels just so bad, bitch. And the lyrics that I'm imagining in this one are something like, no body, no crime. Don't expect me to do my time. Um, I'll give you yours and you give me mine. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, okay, okay. Okay, here's my only worry is that Taylor... Okay, she's really never done a, like, feature with, like, a group before besides mm-hmm. the chicks on um, Soon You'll Get Better. And yeah. I'm worried... That she sort of has, like, a history of, like, when she collabs with female artists of sort of, like, just giving them background vocals and not really, like, a significant part in the song. And I really hope this is a departure from that because Haim, like, they're, like, big pop voices. Like, they can't be, like, shoved into the back of, like, harmonies and everything. They need to be, like, forefront, center of attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want it to be a big, I want it to be a bop. This song has to be, like, a bop, a bop. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just so excited. Like, yeah. I'm already imagining, like, a Bad Blood-esque video with oh, this. Please. And, uh, it's, or maybe, like, another type of getaway car thing. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. Damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like, because Goodbye Earl is about, um, it's, like, a story song about these two girls who are, like, best friends, and then one of them gets married to this guy, and he turns out to be abusive, so they plan his murder together and murder him, and then they, like, go and live together and sell jam on the side of the road for the rest of their lives, and it sort of implies that they, like, are lesbians or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just want that. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want that. <laughs> like, Goodbye Earl is one of my favorite songs. I want that energy and no body, no grime. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so excited. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, um happiness is the next one okay happiness to me i feel like it's gonna sound like like a little bit like um invisible string Mm. like the way i imagine it it's like very soothing and it's like like the lyrics i imagine it's like i never knew and then like it'd be a descending like like melody like happiness Mm -hmm. could feel like this or something like that oh that would be so cute but we'll see but i I think it's gonna be cute i don't think it's gonna be like a big bop yeah i feel like it might be part two to peace in a way like thematically maybe Yeah. yeah That'd be exciting. Oh. Yeah, I don't have too many takes on this one. I'm just, I don't know. I hope it's, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just hope it's about, like, her finally feeling at peace or, like, as much as she can in this like, areas of her life that she can control. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dorothea. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one, I heard a rumor that it was, like, 
a song from the Red Era that either she just didn't put on the album or that Big Machine, like, buried. And since she's now allowed to re-record all her songs that she made during that era and that they, like, own or whatever, um, she's putting it on this album. So I'm really excited to hear it because... I love red. I yeah. love red era things. <laughs> I like, I, I wonder, because I had like a few theories about this. Like, I wonder if it's like about someone real, like in her life. Like, does she mm-hmm. have like a parental person or like a friend named Dorothea? Or I wondered, I like tied it in my mind to like, um, what did I just forget what the hell it's called? Dorothy in Kansas. Oh, or, The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> tied it to The Wizard of Oz because I think it'd be like ah. interesting to, because t- like to have a take on that. But her, the name's not Dorothy, it's Dorothea's. I don't know. Yeah, I have a be. few different opinions on this one. I feel like this one is going to be sort of, not necessarily sonically or thematically like Betty, but maybe like Betty in that it ties to other songs and mm. Dorothea's like a character in other songs. Ooh, that'd be cool. What yeah. if the characters were <laughs> Ivy, Dorothea, <laughs> and Willow? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so cute. Um... Yeah, Dorothea, so I'm I'm excited for Dorothea. I feel like, okay, this might be completely off base, but just the vibe I'm getting from this album is very much like Wild West, mm. like cowboy, like gold rush. And I feel like, what if it's like a narrative about, like not all the songs, obviously, but yeah. like what if some of them, what if the storyline is like set in that type of like setting and time period and everything? That'd be so cool. And she became like, Oh my god. <laughs> it'd be like a Holes-esque narrative. <laughs> like Kissing Kate or whatever yes! her name was. Oh my god. That would be so fun. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, moving on to Coney Island featuring the Nationals. Yeah. Which okay. is interesting that she says featuring the Nationals. I guess it just means that Aaron Desner or the rest of the band, I don't know much about the Nationals beyond Aaron, like has vocals on it. Yeah. Perhaps. That's what I would assume. Yeah. I just, what happened in Coney? Like, I feel like I've never seen anything about her in Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a couple years ago in the 1989 era, she mentioned in an interview, like it was like a top 10 things you have to do in New York, and she was like, oh, you have to carry your guitar around everywhere and like go busking in Coney Island. Aww. So that's really cute. That'd be cute. Yeah. I wonder if that one's just gonna have like, just Aaron Desner production because um Jack Antonoff just released two songs and they're pretty like based like one of them is called like Chinatown uh-huh. but like the feeling of both of the songs is very based in like New York and New Jersey yeah. and like that area and stuff like that yeah. so I wonder if he's gonna like add contribute anything to that song specifically yeah but I don't know it'd be interesting I I in my head I already feel like this song sounds like Chinatown which I really like as a song so yeah that's exciting um, okay, so track 10 is Ivy. I I have no thoughts about this one. No thoughts head empty. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like the only thing I can tie it to is, like, um, like, I was once Poison Ivy, but now I'm Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. So I wonder if it's about her, like, opening up and, like, you know, like, growing and stuff like that, like Ivy and Moss yeah. does or whatever. Um, this one, I feel like it's gonna be very, like, I don't even, like, eerie yes like it's gonna be a little spooky sounding oh my god my exciting <laughs> okay um cowboy like me i'm, I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> this has to be i need banjos in the bag oh my I need god give me a fiddle i need a little bit of the, the harmonica, <laughs> the harmonica. <laughs> i just did the motion with my hands like you guys can see me <laughs> oh my god okay um this one i'm interested in because in the ew interview she talked about how she really liked like, writing from a male perspective in the other album. Yeah. And, like, so 
maybe Cowboy Like Me is, like, another male perspective song, but also if it's a female perspective song, whoo! <laughs> um, I would be down for that as well. <laughs> yeah. I feel like in my mind, the narrative that this song specifically is about is much similar to the Party in the USA narrative, which is, like, a Nashville girl just, like, having to, like, move to LA yes. and, like, sort of, like, adapt to, like, the big changes. Um, I don't actually know if that's it, but yeah. it would be interesting to see that. I'm so excited. I just, God, I love, like, I love, I love cowboy shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so fun. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Um, I don't really have any more thoughts about Cowboy Like Me. I don't either. I'm just excited. I'm, I, this is one of the songs that I have, like, more specific expectations for. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really want to say too much because I'm afraid of my expectations being shattered. Yeah, exactly. But I'm very excited for it. Yes. Okay. Um, track 12, long story short. This one I am ecstatic for. I'm so excited. To me, this one gives me such, like, Story of Us vibes. Yes. Like, I need it to be like, next chapter, the yes. end. <laughs> like, I feel like it's gonna be very, like, picture to burn, better than revenge, story of us. Like, this is gonna be a bop. Ooh. This is gonna be, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so many reasons that we ended, but long story short, short we're over. Yes. <laughs> oh, give me more of that, Taylor. I want I want your bops back. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm thinking this song is going to have more bops just because she said that she wanted to create songs that, like, had more happiness in them, sort mm-hmm. of, for this kind of sad season. Yeah. And Folklore was perfect for, like, the drama that I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to feel that drama. I want to feel happy again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for Long Story Short. Okay, track 13, Marjorie. Which is the name of her maternal grandmother, mm-hmm. so that's very cool and fun. And, of course, track 13 on Folklore was Epiphany, which was about her paternal grandfather. So I think it's cute that she, like, did a little parallel thing there. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. Um, yeah. I'm, I feel like it, it's going to be very story-based, yeah. kind of like Last Great American Dynasty. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see what she does with that one. I also feel like... That one, I definitely can hear the banjos on, but it's, I feel like it's going to be a little slower. Yeah, I feel like it's... Yeah, I'm excited for it because um, I feel like she's going to give us some, like, family history, and that's very cool and fun. Yeah. Um, okay, track 14, Closure. This one I, I'm so excited for. This one, to me, rings very much like the one. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, like, saying goodbye to all of these, like, things mm-hmm. um, and all of these, like, people in your life. And I don't mean just, like, relationship, like, like. like romantic relationships but just so much in her life that's been going on so maybe it's about her finally like closing the the chapter that Mm -hmm. she had with like scott and like closing a lot of what she has with like scooter and just being like i'm done yeah i i could definitely see that um yeah i feel like she has a lot she has a lot to say about that probably i'm excited um track 15 evermore featuring Bon Iver, which I know is not how you say it, but leave me alone. <laughs> this one I cannot take seriously. And it's because in the new beauty, the Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast, the one song that they added was the Beast song, and it's also called Evermore. Stop. And it's the, it's like, okay, first off, the version that's in the movie is very different, but there's also a version that Josh Groban does in the demo version. <laughs> Josh Groban. And <laughs> you don't know who Josh Groban is? Kill yourself! <laughs> But yeah, That's he does a version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
And Josh, the way Josh Grogan sings it is so funny. And I, like, accidentally must have downloaded both the demo and the normal version to my Spotify because they, like, randomly show up. Uh-huh. And the song is just so, like, it's so dramatic. And the part, it's, like, builds and it's like, I'll be with you forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> so every time, like, the minute I saw the album title was going to be that, I just couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> I was like, damn, beating the beast. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, the only thoughts I have about Evermore is, like, like, New Year's Day, like, You and Me Forevermore. Yeah. So, I'm curious about that one. I'm interested in the Bon Iver feature because, like, I'll be honest, Exile was not my favorite off of Folklore just because I felt like it was a little bit boring. Sorry. Yeah. But I did really like his vocals and the way that they sang together was really cool. So, I'm curious about this one. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be sort of, like, the duet that they had in Exile, or if it's going to be more, like, him doing backing vocals for Mm. stuff, you know what I mean? I hope it's more, like, I don't know. I don't want a repeat of Exile, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. But I could see it being a continuate. But I feel like that story is kind of over, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like it... This is so mean, but it, I just feel like it got done better in the last time, and yeah. I really love that song. <laughs> I know, everyone's like, oh, it's a better version of the last time, and I'm like, mm, switch that around. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just love the last time. Like, I like the, yeah, I like the last time. That was, okay, that was one thing. I was looking at the Rolling Stone, um, like, picked up her song, and that was, like, the one big thing I disagreed on is um, Rob Sheffield was, like, I didn't really like the last time. I feel like their voices didn't match. Yeah, he put and it, like, almost like, last. I know, <laughs> I was like, their voices didn't match. It sounded beautiful, beautiful. to me. Yeah. I mean, it's generally, I, I, if I'm shuffling red, I might skip it only because it's too long, but like, I do like the song and I, I would, I think I play it more than Exile probably. Um, okay. And then we've got two bonus tracks, which we will not be hearing tonight. They're only going to be out on physical copies as far as we know. Um, and it's, the first one is Right Where You Left Me and the second one is It's Time to Go. Yeah. I feel like Right Where You Left Me is going to be sort of, like, about her feelings of, like, you know, do you remember, like, the Miss Americana documentary she was talking about, like, for a lot of, like, female celebrities, you gotta get stuck at the age you are when you were discovered, because that's what, like, society, like, your fans start expecting of you. Yeah. So I wonder if it's gonna be, like, almost like, I'm right where you left me, I feel like I can't grow, like, I, like, I just don't know where to go from here or something like that, but I feel like it wouldn't be, like, exactly how she feels now, it would just be, like, a glimpse of, like, an emotion that she felt, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. Um, and then it's time to go. I've heard people saying maybe it's her, like, saying she's gonna bow out of the public eye. But we also said that about some song on Folklore. I can't even remember which one I think now. we said that about the lakes, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna go to the lakes. <laughs> she's gonna be gone. Yeah, but, like, also, I could see it, but also, like, she put out two albums. She put out three albums in 18 months, and she's gonna put out five more re-recorded albums in the next coming, like, weeks or whatever. And she's talked about touring again. In the EW interview, she said she's already thinking about how she's gonna do a tour like, how she would combine all the music she's doing. So I don't think she's going to be gone for... I don't... I think... I mean, I could see her pulling back in other ways, like, social media usage. I She's already pulled back a lot. Mm-hmm. She can pull back more, like, public appearances. She definitely might want to pull back. Like, she might just want to, like, chill out and start a family and, like, be... You know, whatever. So, who knows? 
Yeah. No, I can definitely see that. I also feel like a lot of people think that this is her way of saying that this is, like, the last album she expects to, like, release yeah. or whatever. But that seems... I, I feel like it's... I don't know. I but, feel like, like, the whole reason that she's releasing this one is because she was like, I literally just couldn't stop writing songs. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's always gonna have more music in her. Yeah. And, like, maybe she won't release it on the same scale, but I feel like we're... I don't, I don't think we're ever gonna stop getting stuff from her, if that makes sense. No, I definitely agree. I'm just, I don't know, I'm just so excited. I just can't see her ever stopping writing. Yeah. She might stop, like, releasing stuff, and she might stop touring, but I don't think we're gonna, like, I think even if she, like, doesn't want to do any more albums or anything, I think she would still, like, give her songs to other people and stuff. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Plus, I I feel like, at least where she's at in her life now, she genuinely enjoys the touring. Yeah. Like, I know for some people, like, I know Phoebe Bridges has talked about, like, touring being the worst part of making music. Yeah. But, like, from what I've seen, she, like, genuinely, like, like, actually likes that part and the connection she can make with fans. Yeah, because she, like, sorry, she specifically said in, like, um, I can't remember, I think it was a tweet or something, or some interview she did, like, recently, she was, like, I'm really sad that, like, we can't, like, me and my fans can't, like, connect together because we're not, like, on tour and everything, so, yeah. And she said, like, the Reputation Stadium tour was, like, such a healing experience for her. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I think, I think, like, obviously she's also talked about how the grind is kind of a lot Mm. and it can be difficult and, like, the whole cycle of, like, album tour, album tour is really grating, but at the same time, I feel like... She does like it enough that I don't think... I think, if anything, she would pull back the way she did for Loverfest, where she's only doing, like, four shows. Yeah. But I don't know if she would stop all the way. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I do wonder what this song is gonna, like, sound like, though. Yeah. Because, like, it, time to go in what sense? Does she, does she mean it in the type of, like, leaving her, like, celebridom almost? Yeah. Um, but... but I don't yeah. know. I feel like people are always, like, you know... Like, after Red came out and um, the lucky one happened and everything, everyone's like, oh, she's, she doesn't want to do this anymore. Like, she's done. But, yeah. like, I feel like she likes the music and the connection that she gets with fans enough yeah. to put up with all the other stuff. No, I, I definitely agree. Like, it, there's, like, a lot that sometimes feels like she's gonna pull, like, a Joni Mitchell, but, like, yeah. she hasn't given any real signs of being, like, yeah, I feel like she's honest enough with her fans to be like, I think this is gonna be my last album for a while, yeah. at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think if she, like, yeah, I think if she was done, she would tell us. I don't think it would be, like, a surprise. Yeah. Um, and definitely not in one way where we just, like, find out on the song. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to, to go. go. <laughs> this is the last you'll hear from me. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. That's all the songs. Yeah. Okay, wait. I had, I have a few more theories that I just thought of Okay, now. okay, okay. What if Dorothea is the name she's giving to the August girl? Because it's also track eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, in fairness, she did say that in the long pond sessions that she thinks of the August girl as Augustine. Yeah. So, but I could definitely see it because, you know, connections, track eight, whatever. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I don't know. We'll see. Ugh. I'm yeah. just, I'm just so excited to hear this album, honestly. Yeah, I'm so pumped. Oh my god. Um, whew. <sighs> she needs to stop surprising us. <laughs> it's not, like, getting to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see what the merch for this era looks like. Don't even um. talk to me about <laughs> merchandise. <laughs> like, I still, okay, I still haven't gotten some of my folklore era merch. Yeah. So, TikTok. <laughs> I am kind of glad that she didn't put anything up on the website, because 
the way that the merch has been going lately, like, people still haven't gotten stuff that they ordered, like, the day that folklore came out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's fine. But also, if you are looking for the old folklore merch, if you go to Taylor's, because right now if you go to the store, it just has the Evermore album, but if you go to taylorswift.com, or taylorswift.store, whatever the store link is, and then do slash collections, then you can find all the old stuff. Yeah. So, Yeah. Whew. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else left to say this episode. I think... I mean, okay. Yeah, I don't know. We've just got the Willow music video, which I guess we already talked about. Um, yeah, I think that's it. But we will be back with another update tomorrow or probably... More probably Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, so we can get... Let the songs simmer a little bit, you yeah. know? Let them sink in. But you can always find us on our TikTok at Perfectly Good Pod, on our Insta at Perfectly Good Pod, and on our Twitter at Perfectly Good PC. And we'll probably be like tweeting or TikToking or Instagramming how we feel about the songs, like our like yes. instant reactions, because <laughs> that's what we did for folklore. Is we just did like first takes on each of the songs, or yeah. Like that. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.